graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy who makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And Paul, cash me outside. How about that? Why? <laughs> <laughs> that has been the new thing going on. I when things Because you know what it was? Things become memes on the internet. Yes. And usually I'm like I'm like the hip cool guy. Like I know where everything comes from. I had no idea what the fuck that was about. <laughs> I just people at my job were saying it, cash me outside, how about that? And I was like, what the fuck is that about? And I until finally on Stephen Colbert, Dr. Phil was interviewing Stephen Col- I mean, yeah, Stephen Colbert was interviewing Dr. Phil and they showed the clip and I'm like, Oh. So it's this little jailbait thirteen year old, like that girl's gonna get fucked. I'm sorry. That girl. Oh, look. oh, Paul's cheating. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get my little dollar store uh, flashlight out of the car and put it on me. Welcome to. I'm gonna are kill you your battery. The dark. <laughs> so for the for the people listening to the podcast that aren't watching the live stream right now, um, I'm using my camera on my laptop for Facebook Live because one, it actually gives you a landscape photo as opposed to the portrait photo because then we're all like have to get all squeezed up into the photo and then um you know and and but right now the screen looks very very dark because this the camera on my laptop was not made for like it's not made for quality video so in this definitely not rel- it's definitely not as dark not. as it looks like in this basement it's actually pretty well lit it's just yeah it is it's just my camera sucks so by the way, Chris yeah. is locked in my basement again. And so, and then, well, <laughs> and one thing we noted, we said before the podcast, so Oscar could be happy, our number one super fan, Oscar. Uh, Darrell is actually listening to us. Darrell's actually uh, following the show right now. So, Darrell, when you get a moment, if you want to comment in, and actually, well, I should have brought, I should have checked our email. Welcome to all the new listeners. I should always welcome anybody new listening to the podcast. Uh, we've been doing this for, there, and there goes fucking. <laughs> There goes Paul's fucking heat going on just to... Okay. No. Oh, we do have a new Oscar letter. Let's, let's start the show. Chris just binged watch a series Billions, which is pretty damn good. It's about a guy who makes millions on Wall Street after, after a result of the 9-11 tragedy. I'm just reading this brand new. I never knew, I just checked it out right now. Paul Giamatti plays the U.S. Attorney General investigating him. Oh, investigating him. Anyway, in episode four, your boys Metallica make an appearance... And I know what a huge fanboy you, <laughs> fanboy you are of them. How much fanboy of them? Check it out. 
Also, Donald Trump has made the ultimate celebrity apprentice. Paul has New York exploded. Is Rochester sinking into the bottom of the ocean? Like Y2J. <laughs> I'm sure nothing drastic is going to happen. What are your guys' thoughts? Well, we'll get to that in just a moment. I can't believe we actually had a, a, a politics-free episode last week. Or last episode. Yeah, that won't last this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another question. What happens to all the people with the Obama phone? Do they simply run out of minutes? Do people on o- Obamacare lose all their health coverage? Well, we'll get into we'll that. Get into that we'll get but into I, that. But with the Obama phones, that's a, that's actually a legitimate question. I, I don't know what they're going to do with the Obama phones. And all the Obama phones were, were basically um, government-funded virgin mega, virgin virgin phones uh not well because because if you had an obama phone and you used up the minutes i think you got like i think everybody got like 300 minutes a month and i and i think if you wanted extra minutes you can buy the virgin the virgin card and virgins all over the world so i'm pretty sure um oscar knows what company you're right there are virgins all over the world (laughs) and so um so all right, so all right. Then he asks, "Oh, so I actually I don't know what's going to happen to the Obama phones. That is going to be quite a a thing if if it goes away." Now the good news is that they aren't talking about it, so maybe it's it's going to stick around for a while. Because I mean I don't think the I don't think people are going to well, fucking okay, take to so the streets or anything like that. But I, I guess we can get started into this political bullshit. Uh-huh. Um, so Trump did an interview, of course, before the Super Bowl. Of with course. Bill O'Reilly. He's got he's to have his, you know, his fame there before the fucking Super Bowl starts. And what he said was, is he said that the, uh, uh, that the healthcare law was probably not going to be changed until next year. The thing is, is uh, Obamacare, anybody that's signed up already, who's, who made it by the deadline, you're okay. You're good for, the, you're good for this next year. Nothing's going to happen. Even if they were to change the law, your coverage is your coverage. That's it. Okay. So you're good. Those are the people that like their coverage, that like what Obamacare has done. You guys are good. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, <laughs> Darrell. <laughs> oh. oh, and Zachary. Oh, Zachary. Hey, Zachary's following the podcast now. Oh, Darrell oh, Zachary- said, oh, 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 yeah, fuck you, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, uh, so Darrell says, fuck you, Oscar. Zachary says hi, and he says they, he thinks they were track phones. I don't know because they were track phones. Yeah, that's right. Were they they track were track phones, phones? because yeah. I could have sworn when I worked at uh, when I worked at Radio Shack, people. Well, well there was the another... reason I said that they were Virgin phones is because um, I think you could buy Virgin minutes. So, like, if you ran out of minutes, if you ran out of the three hundred allotted government minutes they gave you, I think you could have you could have bought track um, Virgin ver- the card. You know, where you scratch off the little silver thing. And and get that so, I don't know. Darrell, you also live in a in a racist state, as you know. So that's why Obamacare didn't win for Darrell's you. A, I'm gonna be honest. Obamacare didn't did not work for me. And look, I mean, so so yes, it was a flawed system. But so apparently, what what happened is is you know one of Trump's promises within his first hundred days, they're gonna repeal and replace Obamacare. Now he's talking about how. Oh well, it's going to take about a year, and then you know, within a year, we should be able to have it done. It's going to be two years, and then it's going to be three, and then it's going to be the end of his administration. Yeah. So, um, I, they just don't know what to do with it because honestly, there's a lot of good things about it. I do like the well, and here's the funny part: there's these Republicans that have a plan. I can't remember what the senators' names are, but it's basically they send it back to the states and they say, okay, 
which is working for you? Uh, is Obamacare working for you, or do you want to try this other alternative that we have? If Obamacare is working for him, you can keep that. If it's not, then you can you can go into this new system, apparently. Yeah, and there were people saying... Um, yeah, they're pretty much just going to change the name, Darrell. That's all it is. It's yeah. going to be called Trump Care. Well, that's the whole thing, is that people... There, there was a big thing online where there were people like, I'm glad I don't, I don't have... Um, I'm glad I don't have Obamacare. I got the Affordable Care Act. <laughs> the yeah. asshole. The Affordable Care Act is Obamacare. But, you know, and, and I think people just, you know, things the way being the way it is, people just hated it because it has Obama's name on it. Oh, yeah. You know, people were slamming Obama when he first got into the office with all his executive orders, and, and Trump is being, Trump is following suit. So when Obama did it, it was, oh, he's going to be a dictator and he's going to be well, a fascist and, and all this other shit. And, you know, now, okay, in all fairness, Obama hasn't hit the record that, I mean, Trump hasn't hit the record that Obama did. Just, just for the facts, I'll, for I'll say executive orders. Obama did more executive orders as of this point right now. Trump could fucking. Well, he's not. Trump, he's not. Trump could still surprise us in the next. He's couple not. Days. He's not. The, he didn't do the most executive orders though. There's, there's other presidents that. Have done oh oh no, yeah, but I'm saying is, is when people compare Trump to Obama, he hasn't hit the well, numbers he's on Obama his way. did. But yeah, I mean, he he has got a rolling start. And, well, and, and and here's the funny part: like when people, when you ask a Republican about this, mm-hmm. they're they're sitting there going. Oh no no no! The executive orders are good. They're good. Yeah. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Two two or three weeks ago, you were just saying about fucking Obama when he was still the president. Oh, well, he's using too many actions, and we're and when we have control of the Congress, this is Paul Ryan, by the way, the fucking Speaker of the House. Oh, when we have control of Congress, we're gonna fucking we're gonna take uh, executive the executive power out of the out of the president's hand. Oh, really? Really? What are, you, what are you doing with Trump now? <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what I thought. He's, He's getting things done. I'm supr- How the fuck has Trump not gotten, like, fucking, uh, what's like Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> Get her done. You know, you know what? <laughs> the executive hey, you know, getting her done. That's the problem. I, like, I can't like those guys anymore because they like Trump. I fucking, I'm, I'm so like, ugh. Yeah. I, I'm so ashamed of them. Like, I, I just sit there and I go, ugh. And here's the thing. Here, here's the funny part that I've been, I've been... Uh, finding out about uh, the people that voted about Trump, voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. You're talking. They they just did a thing on CNN today. Uh, there's this town in Kentucky where like everybody's like on. First of all, this is a white town. So when I say this, I want you to understand this is a white town. What I'm talking about. This is not like you know some city where it's mostly African American or anything. No, no, no. This is a white town. Mm-hmm. I voted for Megatron. <laughs> keep keep thinking that. Um, uh, so basically, what happened was is they the and, and it's like this. It's like this in all of the country towns all over. You know, the problem is is that they, there's no jobs there because the you know businesses keep closing down. You know, you can't afford the minimum wage increase. You can't afford all this other stuff. And I get that. And it, it sucks, but guess what? We're moving to clean energy. Stop with this stupid coal bullshit. Like, seriously. You know, like, that's all I hear is, oh, well, the, you know, Trump's going to get the coal industry back together. Guys, simmer down. Like, we're trying to go to a resource that's not only renewable, but we don't need to depend on some other country shipping their oil over here. We barely do. We barely take anybody's oil, and anyways, right now because of what we've done under Obama, 
Because Obama was the one that sat there and went, open up the oil, let's get yeah. this shit going, and let's start making people buy oil from us, too. And that's what we did. And by the way, we got so much oil in reserve sitting in that federal oil field thing that we have mm-hmm. that there's no way, like, we're going to ever run out of oil. Here's the thing, like, we're, we're trying to go to electric cars, we're trying to go to renewable energy, let's go there. And Let's get to these more fuel-efficient cars, because here's the problem. If we don't do that, we're going to be back to what China's doing right now. China, within, like, a couple hours of their start of their day, smog. The whole fucking... You can't even see the city, it's so bad. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just, like, for the... And I hate to cast dispersions... But let's just, you know, let's let's just follow this little constant that Trump supporters are racist. Okay, let's just let's just go with that. And, and I, for the and the funny thing is, I have family members and I have people that I care about that are Trump supporters, and they're not like blatant racists. They're not burning any crosses or anything like that. But let's let's just take a constant that the middle of the country does not like brown people. Okay, how about we move to more solar energy so we can stop spending our money overseas going to people who live in the fucking desert because quite frankly like like osama bin laden guys like that i mean okay yeah there was they did heroin he, he um opium and shit like OPM, that yeah. but you know if we stopped giving money to those people overseas i mean you know it would at least be a start of like you know if you're sitting on oil and you got nothing to, you can't do anything with it then you're powerless like it would it would well, help and, and it would help shift the balance and, of and that's kind of the like the sun, whole... You know, we got our own sun. We don't right. fucking need the oil. You know? It's kind of like the whole uh, like medical marijuana thing where only certain place, so certain people can grow it uh, to distribute it for medical uses. And then, you know, there are some states that it's just open. I think it's uh, Massachusetts now and also, well, obviously Colorado, California. But they, uh, I, I feel like California is not completely open because they all they're always raiding stores out there so the federal government is but um, says our oil reserve is enough to indefinitely power the u.s and at least hold us over until we get shit together with the solar with you know with solar well think about think about this chris if every single house every single apartment complex were to switch over to solar energy there would probably we probably would not have any use for any kind of electrical grid Unless we, we somehow get ourselves into a situation where the, the sky is just always, you know, black and shit. <laughs> yeah, they can't, you know. Right. Because, you know, just because Exxon and, 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 and all those, you know, all the, I, I just, I just randomly grab Exxon as a, as a, as a excuse. You know, all these oil people are way too fucking powerful and way too influential and will never let that kind well, of money you know, it has to start from someone independent. We, Here, need someone like, we need someone like Elon Musk or someone like that who doesn't give a... F- you know, the decisions he makes are made for what he wants to do and not influenced by outside people. And, you know, we need someone like that to kind of force solar power to become like a greater thing so, well, so we don't have to rely on people on the other side. I mean, yes, we have plenty of our own oil, but just, you know, let's shut down that fucking... Let's shut that down, you know? Well, and, and, and I do think that, you know, we need to start looking at some of these things. But I also need think that people need to keep in mind, too, that, you know, for example, we should have 
uh, if we're talking about like renewable resources, like for example, we should have like free Wi-Fi going through these towns and everything, especially in towns like that. If you want a if you want a town, a really small town in U- the United States of America to survive, how about put free Wi-Fi in there? How about put free Wi-Fi in there? And then when people come through the town, they'll actually stop at these businesses and sit for like an hour or two and use the Wi-Fi and whatever. Because that's part of the problem. Like, we're living in an age of technology. The people that voted for Trump don't want technology. Yeah. That, that, that's, let's not even talk about racist. racism. Let's not even talk about racist. Okay, let's talk about the fact that... They're scared people, of change. Yeah, people are scared of change. People, Well, here's the thing. They're not scared of change. They're scared of change that doesn't help them. And here's the thing. If the coal, the coal industry is gone, so that change is scaring them because they can't get a job. Let me tell you something. Here's the matter of the fact here, guys. There are people here in New York State, and any state for that matter, but in, in New York State, that drive an hour to two hours to get to Rochester or Buffalo or Syracuse to work a normal job. The reason for that is, is because... People do not want to live close by. They want to... They think that it's safer to live in the country and be, you know, be secluded. Yeah. And that's fine. Now, I, I don't have anything against people that want to do that. But you can't sit there and, and cry when your, you know, prison closes down or, you know, the, the coal industry closes down. Okay, fine. Adapt. If you got to drive two hours to work, so be it. Drive two hours to work, get the best job you can, and then move when you can. You know, it sucks, but it is what it is. You know, and I'm not... Look, I live... My parents live in Henrietta. It's probably what... I call it the start of the country where we start to go, like, you know, the it small towns. It's suburban, yeah. Right, and Henrietta's not... Like, it's the southern part of Henrietta. Because once you start going into the northern part, that's when it starts to get closer to the city, and then, you know, you're getting more whatever. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where people just don't understand that, you know, we, we live in a society that is trying to change the way that we do things. And with change, you're going to have to deal with this stuff, you know? And, and here's the thing, like... It makes me laugh that these that a lot of people are starting to sit there and go, "Oh shit, Trump's not doing what I told him to do." <laughs> like there, there are actually refugees. I'm not moving to Rochester. <laughs> yes, you are, Darrell. I'm gonna me and me and Chris are gonna come down there and kidnap you. Um, so it, it, it's kind of funny because you see, like for example, there were some refugees that are that are U.S. citizens that voted for Trump. This was on TV. This was on CNN. This is not like any bullshit. And they went, we voted for Trump, and now our family can't come in here. And it's like, we didn't vote for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. We didn't vote for that to happen. And it's like, oh shit, maybe we shouldn't have voted for this guy. I understand that people want to change. I get it. But you need to get somebody, you need to get somebody that's a calculated change. And here's another interesting thing that that I'm learning too. Those people, a lot of those people that voted for Trump, Mm-hmm. We're gonna vote for Bernie if Bernie was the Democratic nominee. It's it's interesting because Bernie went to a I don't remember which town he was in, 
But he went and he did a town hall with, I think it was MSNBC, and he said to them, he said, well, they asked, I don't think it was Bernie that asked, I think the moderator asked, he said, so let me ask you this question, how many of you would have voted for Bernie? And almost all of them said that they were going to vote for Bernie had he been the Democratic nominee. And that was part of the problem. Don't get me wrong, I I like Bernie Sanders, I I think that he has some good ideas, some not so good ideas, but he, you know, he is, he kind of screwed up this election for the Democrats, honestly. Well, no, it's, I mean, it's, that's me, it look, and we were both Hillary supporters, you know, there were people who, who, he was sabotaged, he was sabotaged, the Democratic National Committee sabotaged him. I don't think, but see, that's the thing, like, I, I don't think that he got sabotaged in the sense that he lost voters, I think he got sabotaged in the fact that they weren't equally supporting both candidates, I get that. I don't, I, I think that he, I mean, obviously he won, I think, 18 states? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and ironically, the states that Hillary lost, and, and not Pennsylvania, but those other two up, I think it was Michigan, Michigan, and uh, Wisconsin. Like those, those went for Bernie. Yeah. And here's the thing: like it, it, what what really gets me is the electoral college was set up so no one state would have the power to vote somebody in. Mm-hmm. Uh, two to three states gave Trump the election. If you think about it, yeah, Michigan, Wisconsin, and uh, Pennsylvania. Which, whatever, if they would have recounted Pennsylvania, I'm sure they would have found some votes there. But, uh, yeah, they they gave Trump the election, and that's that's the problem. Like it's, you know, we we need to figure out what we're gonna do. We need yeah. to we need to fight figure out how to get this guy out of there because he's not doing anything. At least the judicial system is blocking him from doing stupid things. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you know, he wants to put that guy Steve Bannon, you know, then he realized, "Oh shit, I didn't, you know, yeah. he didn't realize that he has it has to be voted in. You know, you can't just put someone in that position." Uh, you know, you know, the, the this Muslim ban is such a fucking stupid a idea. I mean, one okay, the wall obviously, the wall's a stupid idea because if people want to get into this country, you know, you could come in through Canada. Which, by the way, did you see the the eighty four lumber commercial? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was uh, that was so good. I love that. Like they build they build Trump's wall, but then they give him a door. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is awesome. Uh, you know, you got um, you know, there's ways to get into this country. Building a fucking wall is not going to stop people. There's there are people who there, there's we, people from Cuba back when Cuba was still when Cuba you know now we've kind of eased relations with Cuba. But you know people were well, getting people were getting on a fucking rap. I mean, yeah, that may change. Yeah, but, I know. <laughs> I was going to say, well, saying, that's probably going to change. You know, but. there's people coming over here on fucking rafts from Cuba. So what's not to say someone from the Middle East can go to Cuba? You know, and then well, fucking, they're not coming on rafts anymore. They can get on a plane and come here. Well, no, no, but I, I'm just saying is 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 What's so, not to say someone from one of these countries that have been banned can just go to Cuba but, and then from there take a raft. If, if if they're so adamant on coming to the United States, they can sneak in through fucking Canada. There's no fucking but, Canadian wall. You know, it's, I mean, of course, yes, we have border guards and, 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 you know, but the north, the northern part isn't as protected as the southern their southern right. border and it's very easy and then plus you know the whole thing is oh we don't want we don't want terrorists we don't want people to be radicalized people could be radicalized right here in this fucking country you know what i'm saying yes they're horrible fucking people in this country that want to fucking destroy us there's horrible people horrible people who happen to be of a certain religion that want to fucking blow shit up they can sit here and recruit people here how about instead of, instead of spending all this fucking money on the wall how about putting more money towards investigating 
How about giving more, more money towards law enforcement, uh, you know, task force, anti-terrorism task force and yeah, shit like that. Yeah. You know, all this money is being put on a useless fucking wall should be put into, you know, let me tell you, if Trump said, if, if Trump had, had part of his ballot not said nothing about a fucking wall, said, you know, I'm against terrorists and jihad and all this other nonsense. Uh, you know, I'm going to put a bunch of funding into the fucking FBI or CIA, or whoever, you know, all the people, you know, anti-terrorist. Let me tell you, he might have he might have had my vote had he say yeah. something like that. You know, building a fucking wall is is such a stupid. Uh, it, it's it's a simple idea for simple fucking minds. Oh, we don't like him. We're going to build a wall. There's ten thousand other ways you can get into this fucking country. Well, and there's also here. Here's another thing too. Here, here's where here's where you, you got to keep in mind too that instead of building a wall, why don't we hire hundreds of more border patrol people so that when people do cross over the wall, we catch them immediately. Yeah. Instead of like you know shortchanging these people, Texas. I I'm I'm pretty sure Texas has been asking for this for years. Mm-hmm. States along the border, like Texas, Arizona, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, I understand that completely, but, but we need to do this in an intelligent way. See, the thing is, and we, we've talked about this a little bit, Chris, before, mm-hmm. it's a two-year process to get a visa to get into this country. Mm-hmm. So those Syrians that we're all afraid of, apparently, coming into this country, two years. They vet them. They investigate them for two years. Mm-hmm. And it's an extensive investigation. Even the Republicans are saying this. They're sitting here going, wait a minute, wait a minute. They have visas. They went through the process. Let them in. So why are we denying these people the right to come in? Let them come in. If they went through the process, they were cleared. Let them in. By the way, every single terrorist attack that's happened lately has happened because of homegrown terrorism. Not Mm -hmm. uh, not some stupid little Iranian or... uh, (laughs) I'd sign up for a task force. Yes, you would. I could see you doing that too. <laughs> you would take out your frustration drill on all of them. <laughs> but um, but seriously, like you know, let's it, everything should be being done in a, in a smart way. And by the way, let me also add this too: is Trump is businesses bringing keeping or bringing more jobs back to U.S.? Yes, but you want to know why they're doing that? Because they don't want Trump to tax them. They don't want fucking Trump to tax them because he sits there and he says, "I'm going to charge a." 25 or 35 percent tax on goods coming back into the country because you put them in mexico or you put them in mm-hmm. wherever yeah they're smart general Motors is like no fuck no we're not dealing with that we're not dealing with that ford ford i don't i don't know about ford ford kind of confuses me because they had originally they originally weren't taking anything out of the united states they actually were sending people there was a plant that was doing one car Mm -hmm. but instead of doing that car at that plant here in the united states they were going to do it in mexico but at that other plant where that car was being made they were going to make a whole new brand new like electric car Mm -hmm. so no jobs were going to be lost here it was just moving you know instead of putting that car here it's over here in, in mexico being made okay fine i don't have a problem with that trump's like bitching at him and he's and the ford guy went back at him but then they said oh we're gonna add more jobs and i'm sitting there going like guys stop being pussies less look you shouldn't be taking jobs away from americans i'm sorry if you're if you're an american company if you say that you support americans you say that you want to you, you want to help the american force fine prove it prove it make your shit here in the united states i understand wages are going to be high i understand that it's there's going to be an overhead cost I understand that my iPhone right here would probably, instead of it costing um, like upwards of $500, it's going to cost $1,000. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that. But if people want the iPhone, they're going to pay for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, 
And by the way, they're going to be able to afford that iPhone because you gave them a job that they're paying $20 an hour for. Exactly. People, you know what I mean? People with jobs pay taxes. Or at least they should. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so, you know, the... Uh, you know, I kind of was I'm looking at my notes. I mean, the, the Muslim ban is fucking stupid. Uh, the wall is fucking stupid. You know, it's it's things are just not looking good. Um, and then plus, uh, Donald Trump signed off on uh, SEAL Team. I, I don't know. If, I'm not saying SEAL Team Six, but a SEAL Team to go yeah. to some sort of operation in Yemen. And he fucked. And he got and, fucked up. Which 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 intelligence had started on Obama on Obama's watch. But they said it's too soon or, or we don't have enough intelligence on it. Donald Trump jumping the fucking gun, putting fucking people in harm's way because he he wanted this. Let me tell you, had this mission been successful, he would have been taking full fucking credit for it. But, you know, for, for people who, you know, for, for, for Trump supporters who fucking bashed Hillary Clinton about Benghazi, Benghazi, Benghazi. You know, Donald Trump got okay. Okay, a soldier died, and then one of the one of the guys one of the guys they were trying to kill they killed his daughter. Right. Which you know what I understand there's there's a there's a real petty part of like you know a real petty part of this. Oh, good, fuck it, we killed his we killed his daughter. But you know, for all intents and purposes, that was an innocent. That was a casualty, which you know shouldn't have happened. You know. You know the the SEAL team should have had better intelligence, and and you know, and it's and I'm nothing. And I love our SEALs. I love our soldiers. But you know, if it's 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 disastrous. It's 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 what's the word I'm looking for? It's irresponsible. It's disgustingly irresponsible to send people right. into into a condition where all the intelligence. You know, sometimes you do. You can't just run in there and you know. And Donald Trump wanted to fucking wanted this to be the fucking feather in his cap and go. Oh yeah, you know, look at uh, I'm in office not even ten days and I'm gonna fucking you know send out a, a team and take yeah. out some high you know al qaeda ranking uh, officers and and look at already i did you know i did in one day i did in one week what obama couldn't do all year or something like that so right. it, it's you know he's putting soldiers in and he's putting soldiers in harm's way and he's putting the american fucking people in harm's way and he's wasting fucking money and i don't you know for i don't think he understands the job that he has and how it's going to get done and it's just a bad fucking combination uh, we will get to the dick and fart jokes, people. I promise. Um, well, that's what the second half is for. It's all yeah. the nerdy news and the dick and fart jokes and shit. So I, let me just get back to, to, to I just because I just want to finish up Oscar's yeah. letter. He goes, Chris, you keep talking about this new job. Why the fuck are you being so secretive? Uh, with your passive multiple trouble, uh, you can't have gotten a, a men in black position. I've had yes, I've had some trouble, but n- nothing. Area 51, that's fine. Yeah, uh, it goes, uh, unless you're the new porter cleaning out toilets at Area 51, you live in Slopchester, <laughs> I mean Rochester, the anus of New York State. Okay, I can't... <laughs> I'll agree with you there, Oscar. No. Uh, let me see. Uh, please share something about what you're doing. Just curious. I'm sure you're intelligent enough to give a description that doesn't give away any trade secrets or privilege information. I honestly think that if you're really working on the Trump campaign and didn't want Paul to know... <laughs> Now, I think I think Chris would rather want to slit his wrist than work for the Trump campaign. Now Trump, now Trump has blessed you with dog catcher position or something. <laughs> when will this new job afford Wi-Fi so we can get Darrell back on? You have no idea how happy I was when your Facebook Live wasn't working. Wow, <laughs> Chris, your friends are, are not too entertaining. Well, then uh, you know uh, if you could get the email, and apparently you are on Facebook because you've commented on things that I've not commented in your emails. You've you. Mention things that I've had on my Facebook feed. So uh, nothing is stopping you, Oscar, from, yeah. from coming on. You know, I mean, 
I don't know what the, uh, the time period difference is, but it can't be that fucking different. Uh, did you guys hear about the Mexican with the 10-inch penis? Yes. How hilarious. That was hilarious. And he doesn't want to get any surgery because he thinks that guys that don't have a big penis are pussies. <laughs> I think that's what he said, yeah. And he goes, check out this link from my friend the state sent me. And I'll click. Oh, okay. I think. Okay. Yeah, it's the video. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. video. And that's um, a YouTube video. So, okay. So, that that was Oscar's letter. Okay. What do I do? And I don't want to. Um, let's just say that you have. Let's say you have a call center well, job. I, I have what is, for the lack of a better term, a call center job. Yes. It does involve. There is a bit of a government. Uh, there is a bit of a government. Uh, um, Thing to tint it. Tint to it. With that being said, I've also. You know. They've done a background check on me. And it's not like. You know, even as anti-Trump as I am, and yes, I've, I've, you know, you know, I've been arrested for the lack of a better term, but it's always been <clears throat> silly, petty shit that fucking, you know, right. people. And it was a different part of my life, you know, because people, anyone that's going to be like a criminal, criminal is going to be a criminal for years. You know, people who are criminal criminals. Hello, are, Jennifer. By the way. Oh, hey, Jen. Uh, so you know, people that are like, you know, people that are in and out of jail. Okay, maybe they shouldn't have a job that has some sort of government clearance or something like that. But uh, yeah, so I'm in a actually, call actually, his real job is to come and, and uh, hunt people down in Peru, <laughs> to Peru. So yeah, he's going to be coming soon to get you. We're, we're gathering, in, we're gathering in te- intelligence on Peruvian um, virgins. So the no. podcast, <laughs> the, the podcast is just like a front. <laughs> so uh, oh, yeah, this is all. This is all part of a a dark government conspiracy. Oh. <laughs> so uh don't scare my cat <laughs> and so um yeah that's that's I, like i said i don't want to give too much away because it's just you know i just it, i mean i'm and is, are things are getting better yeah you know i'm, I'm you know my job is getting I, my pay is ramping up slowly so with i want to i don't want to say this, this paycheck but maybe the paycheck after that i'll start uh i'll start with the wi-fi yeah because you know what it is there is there there's something going on this next weekend which i mentioned on the last podcast so uh i was I'm, i've kind of i've kind of spent some money on t- on doing that it's just sort of a, my job's having my job's having a social event that so i've been spending money on that i got a I got a suit and you know with that being said like you know i got a suit because like you know people are crying about money why'd you buy a suit well i mean you know i don't have a suit you know i don't so i bought a suit you know my grandmother just turned 90 but you know let's be real here and i don't want to talk about about that but you know 90 years old is you know hopefully she's with us another hundred years but you know if her funeral's sometime around the corner or something like that I need to have a suit. I have a suit for that. You know, I have a I have a suit for this 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 event. So, you know, things are getting better. My life, my, I don't want to say like my life has changed upside down and everything is wonderful and great, but you know, things are slowly working towards getting better and having a job that pays you decently. It's nice having a 40 hour week. You know, that's the one thing. And part of, and part of uh, where I work being involved with the government is they have standards like that where they can't jerk you like certain corporate fucking jobs that I've had where they want to give you a 35 hour week or 34 hour week and call that full time. You know, I am going to have health insurance. Actually, my health insurance just kicked in like yesterday. I'm not, no, it's good. My health insurance kicked in a couple days ago. So I want to go to the doctor and give me all the fucking prescription medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Give me Xanax, give me Prozac, give me Ambien, give give, give me. And you're happier just saying. And I'm happier. Yeah. And, and Jen's, and Jen knows, I mean, she knows, she, you know, I talk with Jen and we hang out. And, and the funny thing is that Jen knows people who I, you know, who've worked where I worked. 
And, you know, it's it's a lot better environment. I'm not dealing with the fucking hood rats that I've dealt with before. And, like, you know, I'll drive by my old job and I'm like, oh, I can't believe I wasted so much of my fucking life there. You know, is it a stressful job? Yeah, it's stressful and, and, and it's goal based. So it's, you're, you, you know, it's like a, it's a it's like you're like a shark. You have to constantly keep swimming or you'll fucking drown, you know, and but life is better. It really is. And, uh, you know, Oscar, aren't you happy? I don't have the fucking it's <laughs> true. The two year beard. And, and he's kept it shaven off. And I've kept yeah. it shaven off. Well, I'm, I'm giving it time. I'm like, th- that's my little reward. I'm like, if I hit if I hit my goals, then I'll start looking like a madman again. I don't know. I, I miss the beard, but I don't miss it. You know, I understand. It, it's almost like I'm being treated like a human being. So I'm sort of slowly joining fucking society again. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it's a it's societal. When you treat a person like a fucking human being, they want to act like a fucking human being. You know, um, let me see. So I think with that, we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything Dude, that kept Little history doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How be a How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Click and Hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact, four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. Pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click dash the letter n dash hit.com that's click and hit.com 
And now for listeners of Two Strangers One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. And we're back. Okay, Paul. And mm-hmm. uh, I guess we can't, we can't not talk about it. The fucking Super Bowl. And see, I don't watch sports. So I'm glad that like in another day, because we're recording this the day after the Super Bowl. And about another day, because they're going to talk about it probably a little more tomorrow on the radio. But, like, it's nice to know that for, like, another eight, nine months, no more fucking talking about football. Because I, li- I listen to, like, you know, morning radio. It's become, it's become a little redundant with, you know, the fact that the Patriots are always winning. And it's just like, look, I'm... Yeah, well, they were I'm cheating. They were, they were... I mean, you know, and once again, this isn't going to turn into a big Super Bowl thing. But, you know, oh, he has five rings. Yeah, how many of those rings came from fucking cheating? There was a couple years there where he did cheat. <laughs> yeah, but, so... I mean, look, I'm, I'm not sitting here saying that, you know, okay. Like, I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you somewhere down the line they're going to find out he was cheating. It's just, it's not a, it's a cheating that we don't know about yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, about the, the deflated footballs before, now it's... It, I guarantee, But see, that's the thing. Like, they let, keep letting them come back, so it's kind of their fault anyways. But I, I digress. I digress. Puts asses so. in seats. Um, you know, I, I watched the game. You know, the big thing, for people that kind of watch it casually, the Super Bowl ads, there were really nothing... Nothing was, like, really, 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 like, the blowout. I mean, I, I, the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, I think, was, like... like That's, like, when people are like, what's your favorite... If, if you had to, like, choose a favorite commercial, I would say the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. But then again, it's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, you know, it's not, like, some other company, you know... What? I can't even... I honestly, off the top of my head, we just... I just sat you know this time last night we were watching the super bowl and i can't think of you know i remember certain commercials like but nothing that really okay like you brought like the 84 lumber okay well there was the budweiser commercial which kind of touched well upon, i saw that uh, i saw that ahead of time you know where they're talking about you know how anheuser came to the united states and met bush and stuff like that and people people were saying you know it's kind of anti-trump or whatever and at first and foremost, like I think Budweiser would be shooting themselves in the foot to be anti-Trump because Budweiser is really like middle America beer. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, known yeah. as like a working man's beer. It's not, you know. And Jen said a lot of people were saying the last touchdown did not count because knee came down on the first yard line. We yeah, there's that. a video that shows that actually. Yeah, that that last that last goal was very controversial. Uh, you know, uh, you know, and then you, they put it in slow motion and and you know and what fucking constant they go. You know, whatever it breaks the field. What constitutes breaking the field? If there's an imaginary line, is it just the front tip of the fucking football? Because well, the whole football, and, and the think, whole football, did not cross that line. I think the rules in overtime too is you can't you can't challenge that play either. So. Yeah. yeah, but you know, sucks. I mean, the Atlanta Falcons. Look, once again, I don't watch football, but I generally, as a as a New York City, growing up in New York City, my family, you know, my father's side of the family lived in the Bronx. My grandfather was buried with a fucking Yankees cap on. You know, I'm I'm raised from birth to hate people from Boston, so I'm naturally going to be against the Patriots, even if they weren't big winning cheaters. You know, so I'm just. Uh, and it's a touchdown, a touchdown, not goal. <laughs> See, yeah, say it right. That shows you how much say I know right. about fucking the footballs, the foosball, foosball, foosballs, the foosballs for the devil. So the same you know, water boy, okay? Yeah, I, but I'm just saying is you know, I mean, I guess if you want to call it a good game, yeah, it's a good game when when you think it's going to be a blowout, then it turn, then it gets a turnover. I mean, that's a Hollywood ending where you know you think you're down and you got something to prove, you know. But uh, whatever. 
And then here's something I know Jen's going to want to like to talk about. The Lady Gaga performance. And let me tell you, I it did it did not dawn on me that she was standing on the roof of the fucking Coliseum or whatever. Because I just saw, okay, I see her standing there. I see the black background behind her. I'm thinking, okay, she's either outside or she's in front of a, you know. And they had the cool, um, the drones were all flying in unison. Because, like, right before she fell off the screen. Because I thought she fell or I thought, like, I didn't get what she was doing until, obviously, a second later when they, when they zoomed to her coming down from the ceiling. But... Um, like right before she fell or jumped or whatnot, not she jumped, excuse me. Um, you know, the, the, the drones kind of went into the shape of an American flag and that was fucking cool. Uh, so, you know, the jump was fake. TMZ reported this afternoon. Holy shit. How, really? I did not know that. Cause yeah, I think it was like a video or something. That's what I thought. Oh it was, yeah. yeah. Cause let me tell you, what if Lady Gaga died on the halftime show? What if, cause remember like it was in 99 when, when Owen Hart died in the WWE when, when like yeah. he was supposed to be lowered to the ring and he fucking fell and hit. What if, what if, and I guess, you know, it's a good thing that it didn't happen, but what if Lady Gaga fucking died? <laughs> Everyone would be standing there. You couldn't sing the music. It would be, oh my God, that would, oh, okay. All right, so I guess. Well, I mean, at the end of her performance, she jumped off the stage. So it was kind of like, there, there was a couple people on my timeline that were like, you know, that was a great performance and all, but I'm kind of concerned because I don't know what happened to Lady Gaga. <laughs> All right, so Jen says it was all, okay, Every, all was pre-recorded up until she dropped down. Okay, so she probably had, she was probably like on a girder, because they do it in wrestling all the time, and other than Owen Hart. But, and, well, she, there must have been a green screen. Peter Pan. No, they're saying, I think the first part was, according to Jen, she's saying that first part was pre-recorded. Right. The drop was probably real. Okay, the, okay, Jen says just the rooftop was, was fake, or, or at least pre-recorded. And then the drop down. You know, look. You know, I'm not a Lady Gaga fan, but I'm not gonna lie. It was a, it was entertaining. You know, she covered all the big hits. You you forget how many fucking songs you actually know about from Lady yeah. Gaga. You know, what I'm saying like, I'm, obviously, I'm not a Lady Gaga fan, but I'm like, okay, there's the poker face and the hola. Yeah, my but mind. by the way, like, I have to say this. It's really interesting that ever since she started to be like dressing like a normal person she actually looks cute now she doesn't look like a fucking like a man <laughs> like I, i'm sorry i'm sorry for people that are listening to this and going fuck you paul for calling her a man but like there was a time when she first started like you she were was sitting trying going, way too fucking hard yeah. yeah you were just like looking at her like is that a guy is that something else because i'm kind of confused here and now she kind of i'm like huh, huh she's kind of attractive All right. i am so you know, okay, once again, we're not going to go into political talk, but I am so fucking surprised that she did not... Okay, and they're saying, like, she kind of did things that were sort of subtly... Yeah. For, that were, like, you know, pro-gay and everything. And, okay, that's all fine and great, but for 98% of the fucking audience watching, they don't, you know, they're just watching a woman perform. You know, saying they're watching someone who has a household name perform, and so... You know, I was I was expecting her to like stop everything mid fucking song. Go like you know, Trump's a fucking evil dictator. <laughs> you know, I thought she, she was, was a Hillary Clinton supporter. So. You know, I, I was I was I was ready at any moment. I'm like, oh boy, where's what's gonna be? You know, I don't know, come out with you know, with a fucking Trump pinata, something. You know, what I'm saying like, have something. But you know, I'm really surprised that she was professional enough to put on, for all intents and purposes, a gr- a great show. You know, I had I had no complaints with it. I was entertained by it. You know, to do all the shit that she had to do, it was obviously she was lip syncing. But then again, that's the shit like that always happens. You know, when you know every show pre when when Mariah Carey was supposed to sing on fucking New Year's Eve, that was pre recorded. Um, well, the vocals are, 
you know, but for her to do all the shit that she did, fucking drop the mic, jump off the stage, you know, run around. It was entertaining for what it was. And, uh, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm just surprised that someone of her caliber didn't like fucking just railroad. But then again, I wonder, had she done something like that? Like, they probably would have fucking railroaded her. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one's heard from Janet Jackson in quite a while. So, <laughs> so she learned. Well, I mean, she's been doing some stuff, but I mean, you don't really hear anything because, you know, oh, they will never have her as a performance anymore. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. So Jen says, I am glad. Okay, so let's get to the nerdy news. Not that this, I mean, the Super Bowl is kind of nerdy news. There was the, the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, or a new trailer. Transformers. Transformers. And you're talking to a guy that fucking loves Transformers, and I can give two shits about this one. I mean, oh. am I going to see it? Yeah, I'm going to go see it, but I don't, like, I'm not excited about I'm excited seeing for it. it. Are you fucking kidding me? It's... I am so excited for this. I am, the only thing I don't want to have happen. And there's an indication that this could happen because Hot Rod's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you that have seen the uh, the animated one from back in the day, the animated movie, Optimus Prime dies and Hot Rod becomes Rodimus Prime mm-hmm. and takes over. I don't want that. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I mean, Optimus Prime's already died in the fucking movie. I think he dies twice. He dies like in part one and in part two, if I'm not mistaken. Or at least he dies in... There's one because then he dies and then fucking Sam dies and then Sam goes to fucking Autobot heaven. I don't know what the fuck these movies are trying to do. But now they're trying to make fucking Optimus Prime like King Arthur's court and and, and, and Bumblebee looks different. But it's so stupid because in the commercial, in the fucking commercial... The trailer. You see Optimus Prime floating through space, all gray and broken down and whatever. And it's like, oh, Optimus Prime is gone. Okay, he's gone. He's floating through space. Oh, now here's all this action with Optimus fucking Prime. Well, then why show us the fucking dead floating through space? Like, does the movie think we're fucking simple-minded fucking... Well, no, he got, but you got to understand, like, he got taken over by, um, what, what is it? I can't think of the, oh, not Galvatron. Uh, Unicron. Unicron? Well, Unicron is the big fucking planet. Right, so, I mean, that's supposedly what's going to happen here, so. Oh, so they're finally going to bring Unicron into it? I think so, But, But it's just, in the trailer, like, they show Optimus, I'm just saying is, you know, they show us, like, oh, Optimus Prime is gone, and his fucking great husk is floating in outer space and then oh but by the way here he is fighting again you know and it's like i don't know i you know and i want to like these movies i mean yeah they're bringing in hot rod yeah they brought fucking grimlock in two or three movies ago and he didn't do shit you know what i'm saying grimlock was a fucking giant fucking horse to ride on you know like it was you know optimus prime rode him like a fucking horse he wasn't grimlock is supposed to be a badass dude that like you know one of the few people that could probably kick optimus prime's ass right and you know it didn't fucking happen I don't know. I want to like it, but I don't give a shit. It's sad that someone like me who loves Transformers can give two shits about the fucking fifth. Well, fucking this movie. is the last. This is the last one that Bay's doing. So yeah, um, we'll see if there's okay. any more after. Th- well, there is going to be some like, like off stories. I think apparently. Yeah, but. I think they're 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 planning to do like six more movies or some shit like Isn't that. Isn't one of them supposed to be like about Bumblebee or like something? a Bumble? They're gonna do a Bumblebee solo movie, and they're gonna do you know. Yeah. Well, like. <laughs> One of, one of the people I work with was like, oh, they're going to kill Bumblebee off. I'm like, no, they're not doing a movie about him. Why would they kill him yeah. off? Plus, yeah. everybody loves Bumblebee. Why would you kill him? That would be stupid. And, um, and so Jen goes, not all her vocals were pre-recorded, just some talking about Lady Gaga. No, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't doubt they sing, but they kind of have like a backup track. In case something bad goes happen, but and something, something bad goes wrong, something bad happens. I think they can, they can, you know, move the lever up and, you know. 
have right. more fake. I know. I'm pretty sure she sang or she was trying to sing or she, you know it wasn't were, it wasn't no, total she, fucking like lip sync where she wasn't saying anything. No, but no, yeah, there was definitely she there was, was singing, she was singing but, definitely, but it was it was aided <laughs> by. But I'm saying there's parts where like she's like bending over and stuff like that, and the music <laughs> like her vocals stay perfect. And I'm like, no one bending over can sing <laughs> perfect. Um, okay. Now, let's start with uh, Transformers. Yeah, I'll probably go out and see Transformers the day it comes out. Uh, Logan. <laughs> Logan was there. I didn't get to see that trailer, but... There was the Logan trailer, which was pretty much the trailer that they've been giving in the movie theaters recently. And speaking of going to the movie theaters to see trailers, which I generally have been trying to avoid trailers, but if I'm going to go to the movies, I'm going to see trailers. Um, Resident Evil. The final chapter. Not the new video game, because people keep... It's funny, because the movies... It's they don't call it as Resident Evil Part Six, but it's Resident Evil Part Six. But in the video games right now on PS4 and Xbox One is Resident Evil Part Seven, which oddly enough has like nothing to do with like the other Resident Evil movies. Like it's about a guy like fighting like crazy inbred hillbilly rednecks or whatever, you know. Just but that that's the scary part is that he's right. out, he's stuck in the middle of fucking nowhere, you know, with rednecks hunting him. So. um uh, Jen says, aided, exactly. Um, the last one, not a bad way to take out the series. Because by the time you get to 4 and 5, there was some fucking outlandish fucking bad CGI. It was like, you know, like, you know, where there's like 18 Mila Jovoviches on the screen. And right. they're all jumping and kicking and swinging swords and shooting. And it looked bad. It looked like, it's one of those deals where like, it's like okay, yeah, we can do it. Yes, we can. We can replicate Mila Jovovich eighteen times and have her jump around the screen, but it it doesn't look good. It had nothing to do with the story. It's just all like action for action's sake. And then you know, and don't be wrong, this one was no different when it comes to action for action's sake. There was tons of shit. There was like literally like twenty minutes of the movie where like there was just no talking, and it was just like all action. Where she gets, she, you know, she's driving a Hummer and there's a big fucking. Uh, you know, uh, umbrella core dragon chasing her and shit like that. Right. I mean, a lot of jump cuts, a lot of fast action, paced action, and you know, is it is it cheesy and sort of you know way too fucking like traditional action schlock? Yeah, but you know they wrapped it up. And actually, I do got to say that the two main bad guys in the movie who've been the bad guys for the fucking and spoiler alert. But I guess you know, you, generally people don't care. The two main bad guys who've been the same bad guys for the past like three or four movies kind of go out like bitches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, here's the guys they've survived all this shit. They're the ultimate fucking they're her ultimate foes, and they both go out like fucking punks. So, um, but I mean, I like maybe it's because I have a crush on Mila Jovovich, but it's not a bad movie. What like I said, the one thing I do have to say is. It's not as badly CGI. It's a lot more practical effects in this. It's yeah. a lot more, you know, and so it's definitely a Redbox rental. If if you like any of the movies and you're the kind of person to go to Redbox, by all means, see it in Redbox. Oh, uh, we're talking about trailers. Stranger Things season yeah. two. I didn't watch it. I don't like. I well, I don't. It's not that I don't like it, but I just don't. I, I'm not interested in it. Yeah, Stranger Things. So they put out the tease. They put out like these te- teaser trailer shots where you see the kids wearing mm-hmm. Ghostbusters gear. 
And then, and then, you know, I posted a, a thing online where someone had said, you know, the kids, the Stranger Things kids and Ghostbusters, you know, apparel is already better than the re, the female remake that they put out last year. Um, one, even in the eighties, where the fuck were you gonna get? You couldn't buy Ghostbusters. You couldn't buy a Ghostbusters jumpsuit in the eighties, you know. And then not to mention that these kids have like. Like the legit proton packs. Like I mean, I'm not trying to say they're real, but I mean legit looking. Like I could I could understand if they took the, sh- the movie, the show, and like okay, they had like homemade costumes and a homemade proton right. pack. But I mean, these kids are walking around with something that looks like a fucking a legit movie prop. Like in their world, Ghostbusters is fake. So, and then all three of them have it. Like all three of the kids. Come on, you know. Um, so the good thing is, I mean, it looks like. It looks like you know the events of part one do kind of tumble over into this. It's not it's it's not a a, a complete departure. Um, they show some one of the kids or somebody is drawing like a picture of the monster, like this big fucking sixty foot monster that just like has big long legs and stuff like that. And then there's a part where the kid's standing by the door and the door opens, and then there's the sky is all red and there's like red lightning, and then behind with the lightning you see the silhouette of the giant monster. Which, of course, one of the things Stranger Things was known for was stealing ideas from movies from the 80s. So the part where the kids and the door's opening is, is totally stolen from um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Because it's the part where the door opens and there's a big bright light, blinding light from the uh, alien spaceship. So, you know, then the big giant monsters. Not that the 80s had that kind of... It, looked, it almost looked like... Um, Stephen King's The Mist. Because Stephen King's The Mist, they had big giant monsters like coming out of the fog and shit like that. So that's what that reminded me of. Um, do you want to talk about Samurai Jack? <laughs> yeah, we can finish out with that. Okay. Well, okay. So here's a, here's a few things. Um, they've just started principal photography on the Han Solo movie. And it's the same guys who directed um, the Lego movie. It's a team. Now they posted the first picture on on Instagram, and it says "hands first shot." Because for all the people, hand shot first when he shot Greedo in the movies that everyone had the big controversy about. Hands first shot, and then the funny thing is, the name of the move the the working title for the movie is "Red Solo Cup." <laughs> Which I mean, what I what that that me said, I. Oh, I already like where this movie's going. I like the fact that it looks like it's going to be fun. It's not going to take itself way too seriously. It's not going to be fucking depressing or boring, you know. And then in other news, they had someone had taken a picture. Someone had snuck a picture with their iPhone or whatever of Donald Glover meeting Billy D. Williams like at a restaurant. So that alone, like okay, we already knew Donald Glover was going to bring his A game because. I, this is right up his alley, and I want. To, and I'm not like some huge Donald Glover fan. I hate fucking Childish Gambino. I don't. I don't listen to his music. I don't give a fuck about his music. But you know, I liked him in uh, in Community, and I've seen him. I've seen his stand up, and so you know, I think he's he's taking it seriously. But you know, and to actually sit with fucking you know Billy D. Williams is a fucking great idea, and you know, I like I like the fact that. 
these are people who are, in my opinion, doing the right thing. I think the Han Solo movie is going to be leaps and bounds better than what whatever the fuck Rogue One was. Right. And, you know, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun movie. And, you know, the, the Lego movie was very imaginative and, and creative, so let's bring that into the Han Solo Star Wars universe. And I think it's going to be fucking awesome. Speaking of Star Wars, Tamira Tim, Tamira Morrison, otherwise known as Django Fett to uh, fans of the Star Wars movies, Tamira Morrison is going to be playing Aquaman's dad in the upcoming Aqu- Aquaman movie, which means... So he, he goes from being Boba Fett's dad to Aquaman, Aquaman's dad. Now, uh, that means Tamira Morrison fucks some mermaid. He fucks, like a, uh, he fucks a fish chick. So, obviously they're not going to show it, but that'd just be funny. That Tamira Morrison fucks a fish, basically, to make Aquaman. So, uh... This news that came out just tonight, uh, the World War Z sequel has been canceled by Paramount. First, I think it was pushed back. Now they said canceled, which I'm actually happy about because I read the World War Z books, and the World War Z books are nothing like the fucking movie. The World War Z books are more like... Because World War Z books were, were written by Max Brooks. And Max Brooks, for those who don't know, is the son of Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, you know, Spaceballs and shit like that. And, and Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles. But this isn't a comedy. The, 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 the World War Z books are taken very seriously. But what it is, the World War Z books are, are about people. It's the collected stories of people from around the world during the, the zombie breakout. So, like, there's people like, oh, we were fighting them in one country and, you know, we kind of, we, we, we dug a big hole and we kind of, we kind of made all the zombies walk towards the hole. So when they were coming at us making noise, you know, they all fell in the hole. And then when they fell in the hole, we shot them. You know, then they were talking about, like, North Korea. Like, on North Korea right now, you can't, you know, you want to talk about fucking immigration ban. North Korea, you can't come in or out North Korea without the government say so. You can't do anything in North Korea. So, that being said... In a world where there's zombies, North Korea was probably like the one place in the world that had no fucking zombies because their borders were so well protected. Um, you know, they were talking about how the government started issuing these people, the government started issuing people this fold up shovel that was also a thing used to fucking decapitate zombies. So they could use it as a shovel, you could use it as a hammer, and then one half of the shovel's blade was like sharpened so you could swing it like an axe. And if you're going to swing it like an axe, you're going to use it to fucking cut the head off a fucking zombie. So, I don't know how the fuck they got Brad Pitt running around from zombies that are running at full speed, climbing on top of each other, and then it turns out to be a virus, and then he uses the virus to kill all the fucking zombies or whatever the fuck he did. That that movie was a fucking abomination and disrespectful to the books because the Max Brooks books were good. and He did another one called The Zombie Survival Guide. And, and it played itself like an actual survival guide. It wasn't a book. It wasn't telling a story. It was sort of like, this is how to... Um, and Jen goes, money. Exactly, Jen. It was money. And, and I'm glad they're not doing part two because I don't know what they could do, what they could have done with it. 
and it's disrespectful. If anything, they should reboot it and do it a little more similar to the book. Have the movie follow one person who's doing all the interviews or a couple of people doing the interviews. You know, maybe if you want to weave some sort of storyline in there also, but, you know, the, the movie that Brad Pitt did had nothing to do with the books, except that the fact that they're zombies, period. Um, okay, then also canceled by Paramount was the Friday the 13th reboot. The re-re-reboot. Because um, there was that one that came out a couple of years ago that was a reboot, but then I guess that one didn't take on. So I guess, and I guess from the article that I read, it was only six weeks away from principal photography. So, look, I guess it's better to shelve it than to give us another fucking shitty reboot. You know, speaking from the guy that's going to go run out and see fucking Spider-Man <laughs> Homecoming. But, um... On the flip side, Jason's buddy and pal, Freddy Krueger, Robert Englund is doing a video called Makeup and Nightmares, or Nightmares and Makeup, or something like that, where him and the artist, the, the makeup designer, and I can't believe it's drawn, I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name. The guy's like super famous, and um, there we go. And now the fucking heat turns off. <laughs> uh, Robert Kurtzman. Uh, we try. So for those who, you know, I mean, I, I'm more familiar with recently Robert Kurtzman because he's done makeup on Kevin Smith's two latest movies, uh, Tusk and Yoga Hosers. Um, but Robert Kurtzman's had a long, illustrious career in horror movies and movies that needed special effects. So he's doing, they're doing a documentary where, documentary where while Robert Kurtzman is putting makeup on Robert Englund to be Freddy Krueger, Robert England is regaling us with stories of all all the Freddy movies, all the all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies that he's done. So, yeah, for those of people who like that sort of thing, I mean, I I enjoyed the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I'm I hope not. They made a shitload of money off of those. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not. I'm not the like you know oh, horror movie fan. I'm not a big horror movie fan, but I enjoyed the the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, even the shitty ones. So, I mean, the way this video looks like, it looks like a fucking horror movie. <laughs> And I'm at the end of my notes. I know Paul wanted to talk about the return of Samurai Jack. Of Samurai Jack. It looks fucking good. Samurai Jack, the, well, American action cartoons are back on Tsunami, so there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so I basically, tonight, as uh, and you can find this trailer on Tsunami Faithful on all of our uh, social media, which is Tsunami Faithful Official on Facebook. Uh, at Toonami News on Twitter, even on Tumblr, ToonamiFaithfulOfficial.tumblr.com, not that I'm plugging. Um, <laughs> you can find the complete trailer. I put up the Toonami trailer because there's a, it's not, there's not much of a difference, but it, it at least says Toonami in the trailer uh, for that one. But yeah, um, really good trailer. Uh, it's going to be a really good show. It's blowing up the internet right now. It's trending on Facebook as we speak. It's actually the number one trend on Facebook as we speak. Is what this is a limited series. Or it's supposed to, to be eleven, ep- ten to eleven episodes, I believe. Basically, what it is to what this is going to do is this is Gendy's way of finishing it out finally, the way that it should be finished out. And uh, it from the animation that we've seen so far, it just looks it looks amazing. The funny part about this is, and this isn't the only Adult Swim show that's had this happen, but. Uh, this show is, I mean, it, it was originally when it, the first, the, the, the first season or the first series, Samurai Jack, 
Uh, it was done at Cartoon Network Studios. This one is also being done at Cartoon Network Studios, mm-hmm. and it's going to be on Adult Swim. So it's an interesting time. <laughs> yeah. It's a very interesting time. I mean, with this being done and being on Adult Swim, and then even Dragon Ball Super, for example, uh, being that it's supposed to be gauged towards kids and it's on Adult Swim, there's been a, you can see there's been like a shift and what people consider a quote-unquote kids show and what people consider an adult show so you know and maybe it's because we in uh, uh, around my age of 30 years old like these shows and we'll definitely eat them up you grew up with samurai jack i mean i did people who are 30 now were fucking what 15 when that show came out right because because samurai jack well no 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 i mean it, it was it was towards the end of my high school years that it came out but yeah i mean i was I was into that show when I was eighteen. It, it's it's a really good show. I mean, I mean, because because no, because right, and I'm just saying is because I think Samurai Jack was out the same time as Megas XLR, and Megas XLR uh, was yeah. 2002. So we're talking 15 years ago. So if someone is 30 now, they were 15 when these cartoons came out. Which, 15 to 18. And then and I'm like, you know, fuck, you know, how is it that Samurai Jack gets a fucking return and Megas XLR doesn't? But that's just me being the fanboy that I am. Well, and, and but here's the thing, like, well, Megas XLR Gen- Gen- got... wants to do it. That's why. Well, no, no, no. Okay, let, let, let me, let me, let me stop you. <laughs> let me stop you. Samurai Jack never got written off. It's been playing ever since it had its debut. Yeah. So it's been in one f- shape, fashion, or form. It's been uh, somewhere, whether it be on Hulu or be on. Adult Swim or wherever it's been around, so mm-hmm. they never wrote that off. Megas XLR, yeah. nobody watched it, nobody cared about it after a while. They had to write it off because because of that. And then Jason DeMarco makes a comment, and everybody's like, "Where the fuck is Megas XLR?" And now, and that's when he goes, he sits there and he goes, "Where the fuck were you people when we wrote this off?" <laughs> so it, it kind of goes along the lines of the whole another series that we don't know. We think it got written off, but we're not sure what the terms of quote-unquote written off are. Mm-hmm. It's another show that Ken Gendy did, which is called Symbionic Titan. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of hoping that it, it happened in the same way that IGPX, which is Toonami's only original show slash anime. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're trying to figure out exactly what, you know, if any rights that he has to potentially bring it back. Because sometimes... A network can write off a show, but if, say, the creator has the rights to do another season or whatever, mm-hmm. they can potentially bring the show back, so technically it's not written off. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. So, and don't don't ask me to explain it, because yeah. I can't it's fucking tell you. It's all kind of intellectual property right. rights. Right, so, like but that's what we're kind of hoping. We're kind of, I, I'm kind of hoping that after this, we can get Symbionic Titans uh, a great finish, because he already has scripts made for this series Mm -hmm. like he had them ready to go for to to finish out the series and then you know never got finished so we'll see what happens i'm hoping that happens too but this is a great start for adult swim and i'm hoping that they continue to try to do original shows like this Mm -hmm. because this is definitely the thing that they need to do and i think that toonami benefits from anything that's american action cartoons honestly they've always have i wish warner brothers would stop being fucking douchebags and just let them have shows but you know oh no we're not part of warner Warner brothers is just a thing yeah Yeah. that's another that's another story for another day i I don't want to get money out the window yeah, and you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I, side note real quick, too. I kind of hope that they're able to get Young Justice Season 3. I know that it's... It's a Netflix thing, right? Yeah, so hopefully... I, I'm kind of hoping they do. If it goes to Netflix, I'm not going to be, like, pissed or anything. I'm just going to be, like, you know, 
I'm just going to... I'll watch it either way. I just hope that Toonami gets it first. Because they were shut... It's still still kind of confusing that Netflix gets Young Justice a new season, yet they're shopping it around right now. And it's like, why? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, why are you You doing that? You built an audience right here. Yeah, Yeah, you built an audience at Netflix. Why are you shopping it around? So, hopefully, shopping it around means that somebody will pick it up and, you know, I see... I see, um, <laughs> I'm playing with my cat over here. I see, it's, it, I see like, uh, uh, Toonami getting it if, they, if anybody, so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that's about it. That's all I really wanted to say. All right. So let's wrap this up. That's what, that's she, what said. she said. Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast.net where you can find all things show related. First and foremost, you can find links to our iTunes, which since the reset, since our server reset, has only been it's only going to be the last like seven or eight episodes um but you can get our last seven or eight episodes if you have an iphone an ipad or an ipod on the itunes app if you don't have an iphone an ipad or an itunes and you only have an android phone you can get us on the stitcher app that's s-t-i-t-c-h-e-r that's the stitcher app for android devices oh jen says good show good night all right jen take care good talking to we you. we try it's all because of me <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you don't have an Android, if you don't have an Apple phone or Apple iPhone, iPad, or iPod, if you have an Android device, uh, you can download, you could subscribe to us on the Stitcher app. That's S T I T C H E R. Uh, what I do is I put on the listen later option. I put it on available offline. So you're not killing your data. You're not killing your battery when you're out and about. You know, download the episodes when you're in a Wi Fi spot, like when you're at your friend's house, and then get all the episodes that you're going to need. And then when you're out and about, you can listen to them without killing your battery. And you can literally listen for hours on just, if you're just listening uh, to your device, uh, it saves your battery. Uh, and of course, what's available on iTunes and Android, we are available on the SoundCloud app. SoundCloud, uh, that's our, those those are our new server, our new servers, and uh, once again, ever since the reboot, if you want to call it that, uh, it's going to be the only past like eight episodes. Uh, but I will eventually, I guess, when I get my Wi-Fi, I will upload the old episodes. But if you want to go back and listen to our old episodes, they're not available on SoundCloud or iTunes or Stitcher, but they are available on iTunes. Just go on—I mean, excuse me—I just contradicted myself. They are available on YouTube. Just go on YouTube and search for Two Strangers One Podcast, and you can listen to well over four years worth of podcasts if you want to go back and see what the hell was chris doing four years ago five years ago you go back and listen to it which makes me think wow this show is we're about a little little more than a month away from its five-year anniversary jesus christ this show's been on for a long time um it has why aren't you telling your friends about it uh so that being said um we're on i we're on youtube and that's where you can go back and listen to every single episode so far um we're on facebook facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast please like and share we want your money we need your money but if you can't give us a dime it takes two seconds to share and like us on facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast we also have a two strangers one podcast network group if you'd like to join uh i've been slowly adding people and uh i mean we're only like at like 50 followers right now but uh you know for the people that have uh joined the page god bless you guys i love you uh it's weird coming from a guy who's an atheist right when i say god bless you uh <laughs> But thank you for listening. Uh, let me see. You want to write us like Oscar did. I mean, we kind of split up his letter throughout the course of the show. But if you want to write to us, you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's two strangers one podcast, all spelled out at gmail.com. Uh, and on our Facebook page, we, we I, there's versions of our videos, but they're shorter. Um, I'm still kind of 
working on turning my second book, Odd I See, A Tale From The Road, into videos. So I got uploads to YouTube. Um, and of course, like the ad comes at the end of each show, you can buy my first book, Double Jackpot, uh, at lulu.com. Just search for CRISPR Cologne, Double Jackpot. Uh, we're on Twitter, at Stranger Podcast. A little at symbol, little Stranger Podcast. And I don't know if I'm forgetting anything. I can't think of anything else. Well, on the Stitcher app, that's what it was. I know there's there's always one I, something I forget. On the Stitcher app, you know, all the podcasts worth listening to. Chris uh, Hardwick's Hard- Nerd- Nerdist, Kevin Smith's Podcast, Adam Carolla, Mark Marin, And, of course, Paul's other baby, the Tanami Faithful Podcast, are all available on the Stitcher app. And, technically, they're also all available on the SoundCloud app. So you can follow us. There's many, 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 many ways you can follow us online. And if you're watching the stream now, I guess thank you for watching. Uh, but I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can email me. It's uh, Paul Pascrillo at TsunamiFaithful.com. And uh, you can ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo. You should be asking me questions on my ask.fm, Oscar, um, instead of emailing <laughs> the goddamn email. Um, and then uh, I also have... Nerdcore Absolution Volume 3 is out right now. The Deluxe Edition is starting to release as well. Uh, you can get that on uh, geekingproductions.bandcamp.com. It is a Bandcamp exclusive. So, I- exclusive. exclusive. I don't know if I said exclusive. It's exclusive. Like, you should be fapping. Ah, okay. Exclusive. A little too far. <laughs> Got but a little okay. exclusive on your eye. So, yeah. So, I... <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, just if you want to get that CD, that's where you want to get it. The deluxe version is only on Bandcamp. The original version, the volume three, it, which came out in December, is out on iTunes. Uh, it is on Amazon Music. Um, it's basically everywhere. It's basically on a bunch of music apps. You can actually play it on the uh, YouTube music app that they have out now where you can actually play music. So anytime that you play it on YouTube music, anytime you, you play it on Spotify, anytime you stream it on one of those apps, we get paid for that too. So please do do that because, you know, supporting those artists is what you want to see. So please do do that. Isn't there a Patreon you want to let the audience know about? Uh, we do have a Patreon for our for the Toonami Faithful podcast. Um, I really don't, I, I try to plug it, I don't, that's kind of stupid to plug it on here, but, um, patreon.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast, if you guys want to be on that show, there are some rewards there, I'm going to add, it looks like I have to, I have to make it five dollars, which sucks, but, um, so that way you can hear an interview with any guest that we interview a week before we put it out, wow. uh, I think that would be, that's a great reward, and, uh, people would definitely go for that, so, um, yeah, look into that, and, uh, hopefully you guys can contribute to us because we would love to uh, have more people and hopefully I can get Chris to do one too because Chris keeps asking for money yeah well because I, oh, I thought didn't your one of your friends do a start a Patreon oh yeah uh, well Tech Force did one yeah it's uh, patreon.com slash Tech Force uh, go there and uh, T-E-K-F-O-R-C-E T-E-K-F-O-R-C-E okay so yeah go there and uh, contribute to his as well my cat is on his back like I told you it's kind of funny seeing him do that he's talking about us he's so my pussy's so fat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then with that, that's it. And black. <laughs> Who knew oh, Paul had a black God. pussy? Oh. Oh, well, we certainly hope you enjoyed. We certainly hope you enjoyed listening. Had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be that big. Catch me outside. How about that? Okay. Right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double it? jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But 
<laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C O L O N. In punny. But. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialist. I feel you, Eric. Lynette. I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I, it sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I got to meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia. Is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. <laughs> Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show. I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be honest with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. (laughs) Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.com. L-U-L-U dot com. That's Lulu dot com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, Lulu dot com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. dot com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only five bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen's not even that bad for a hard, for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know, you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I will totally read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. How is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. You could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. 
No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out.